0: Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs.
1: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
2: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode.
0: I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey, guys. Welcome to Currently Cringing. Today, we have an interesting episode. We have a threesome. We've got Sheetal Patel. Welcome, queen. Hi. We've got Dits. A regular. Hey. And we just thought this was necessary because it's hot girl summer and there's a lot going on and people are spiraling.
2: Yes, it's that time of the year. I, I think all, all of us have uh, entered a, a weird place.
0: So relationships are ending. I saw an article mid-summer 2020 where I think it was like Forbes or Time predicted, Time magazine, that divorces would skyrocket and i'm seeing that happening not just you know with marriages but even our friends (laughs) our friends are ending their relationships people who had COVID arrangements quarantine booze it's unraveling
2: but none of this was like super unexpected this wasn't like going out on a limb you know i think anyone could predict this
0: i find it hard because i catch feelings and we're simps right do you consider yourself a simp? I was
1: going to ask you guys, can you explain that? I don't Have think you not I, listened
0: I, I, to the pod I, I, you're on? <laughs> I, don't, I,
1: don't, I don't think I'm a simp. It's just
0: someone who goes above and beyond for the other person. Like
2: getting cupcakes for someone for their birthday. Oh, that's right. That's not me.
0: You're not a simp. I'm not She's a, a hot... This is hot girl summer. I'm, I'm not
1: getting anyone cupcakes. I'm not I'm not doing any of
0: that. Okay. Well, I've been, you know, the shoulder to cry on for some friends. <laughs>
2: Was I, was I one of those people?
0: You were one of those people, <laughs> but those people. basically, breaking up, separation, divorce—it's in the air. It's in the air. And Ditz said specifically that you were super emo from my last pod, so we want to, you know, have fun lighten this pod. Up. Yeah, lighten the mood for the listeners.
2: Have fun and give great advice.
0: Which is why we're going to talk about SNM. This is your department because me and Ditz <laughs> are same nation. She's, at
2: Sheetal. she's
0: Sheetal is I mean, the you, queen.
1: You guys are into S and M too. No?
0: I've what? never done it. Whoa. I've never, li- I've never licked a butthole.
1: You've never licked a butthole. You're missing out. I mean, we talked about this on the last podcast.
0: <laughs> we are, we are but, very boring, apparently.
1: But I think, I think these relationships are breaking up because it's kind of dead in the bedroom, right?
0: You so, think that's why?
2: It's kind like a I, huge I, middle ground between. The- <laughs>
1: I
0: think that's... dad in the bedroom and S and M like chains and whips.
1: Not really. But I think if, if you were able to spice things up in the bedroom, things wouldn't end. Right. Because it would be fun and it would be exciting. And I feel like a lot of people right now are looking for that. They've been holed up in their houses for a year and they want
0: fun. I would think because you're locked up, you're going to do all the crazy shit that you never did, except me, did and you were all single.
1: Yeah, we we didn't have anyone to do that. Well, like a lot of
2: other people. I, I was dating a few people during quarantine, but it was just very normal relationship stuff. I don't think, I don't know, maybe people have been watching some weird stuff on the internet and they're like, oh, I guess I'm into this now.
0: Right? I, I don't know. Like, I didn't know what face fucking was. <laughs> like, I didn't know.
2: I didn't know anyone did that outside of porn.
0: I did not know that a guy, like, grabbing your face and moving it. Have you done that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny now because like when people like, when people like insult no, me, when people insult me like, you know, the trolls, you know, or they're like this motherfucker. I'm like, no, boo, I'm a face fucker. <laughs> so I think that's the extent of my s face fucking. But what is S&M?
1: So s and can go above and beyond the chains and the whips. Like I had a guy actually tie me up with my own underwear.
0: How? You seem Probably. like you have very tiny underwear.
1: I have tiny underwear, but think about it. If you're wearing a thong, it's like like a strip piece of string. I think it would tear. No, it didn't tear. It just he was able to just stretch like it. Like handcuffs?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's your basically undies.
1: like handcuffs, but with underwear.
2: I'm blushing right now. It's Sitting in between you guys. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to figure
0: <laughs> out the logistics of the tying <laughs> it up with the underwear.
1: You can just if think about a thong though, right? Like a lace thong, you can stretch it out. Or like a spandex thong. So you, you were tied up with
0: your underwear. I
1: was tied up with my
0: underwear. To what? You so you'd be very strategic
2: about the type of underwear you're using.
1: Um, So it was lace underwear okay. that I was okay. tied up with. Okay, okay. I was tied to the bed. And then I had another pair of underwear that was shoved into my mouth.
0: <laughs> now these are clean <laughs> <What>? underwear? <laughs> Wait, how was <laughs> underwear shoved into your mouth? Wait, so
2: there's two. So one you're wearing and one from the...
0: Drawer? I'm... W- <laughs> <laughs> How does this work? Same. I'm like, where did the what? second what? one come
2: from? I don't want the rag? ones... That, if I were you, the ones you're wearing to go in your mouth, right? That's the one you yeah, want to no, tie Yeah, I know.
1: That would just be disgusting. <laughs> you're concerned during sex? <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be clean. So one pair was used and one was clean.
0: But where was the other pair taken from?
1: It was taken out of the
0: drawer. <laughs> While you were tied up. You could just use a rag. You could've used a rag, but you So like are It's just
1: more exciting to use your underwear. Then
0: what happens?
1: So then I was, you know, basically gagged. At I don't know if I want to talk about this. <laughs> it's like,
0: don't shit. worry, this is a safe space. We just have, you know, a couple thousand listeners. Yeah, no, <laughs> no big deal.
1: Totally fine. So no, after that, after after being gagged, you know, we just had sex.
0: Okay, and it was, cool. That
1: sounds so, nice. It was nice. Romantic.
0: <laughs> so I guess how, you know, how do you want your partner to partner to be? in bed. Like for me, I think we have levels. Like if I'm marrying someone, then you want to save things. And that's what keeps things exciting. Right. So like butt stuff might happen like in five years. Okay. I've never done butt stuff. It, but
1: butts, say, You can same. work up the butt stuff. Like but that you can work up. You kind of
2: grow together. You do like the boring stuff. Then you move on. to Right.
0: Yeah. Master like, the boring stuff. Right. You know, because I know Ditz has said Intercourse orgasm might not be important. I kind of agree because I like all the other stuff leading up oh, to
2: I that. Oh, I think I was talking with. So you guys uh, are more
1: into the foreplay. Yeah. Well, yes. like,
2: hold on. So there's foreplay, then you have sex, and then there's also the post sexual cuddles, which are underrated. Oh my god! It's almost, it's such al- a teddy bear. It's we almost, love the cuddles. You two are
0: sick. Like, I love spooning and forking. No,
2: but it's like a it's like a meal, right? It's like appetizer, main course, dessert. Like sometimes the ap- the the main course is not is the worst part of the meal. You want to get your, like, mozzarella sticks or the cheesecake, right? You're like, ah, I guess I'll have, like, the chicken with potatoes. Sure.
0: Chicken tenders.
2: Yeah. And
1: then what would be the the dessert is the post cuddles? Oreo
2: cheesecake. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What about you?
1: (laughs) You know, now that we're talking about this, I don't think I like, I've allowed myself to like those post cuddles because then I get attached.
2: But presumably you are already attached, right?
0: No. You're talking to two sims who are only having sex with people who are, like, in love with.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But even if I'm dating someone, I still have that wall up, right? So I feel like doing that post-cuddle, it'll just... Okay. You're not it. a cuddler. I'm not a cuddler Oof. at all.
0: I think she's experienced and knows this world, and me and you get wrecked on the I, daily. I've learned
2: that yeah. that she's the liar. We're not compatible. We're not compatible. We're not compatible. We know that. But right. me and you <laughs> might be an
0: issue. Me <laughs> and you are just gonna both be in two separate corners you crying, guys are just be crying and the shaking, whole time. shaking and crying, <laughs> and buying cupcakes and cuddling, <laughs> a
2: lot of cuddling and
1: forking.
0: Yeah.
2: I I think that it's important because. There's definitely been a change, at least now that I'm 34. I know in my, like during college, it was different where guys were like extremely sexual, high libido, and girls were the opposite, right? And and maybe, obviously, there's exceptions. And then later in life, girls have extremely high libidos, late 20s, early 30s, and guys, it you know, testosterone, everything goes down afterwards.
1: That's actually scientifically proven. Yes. So it's very frustrating. As we get older, our libidos get... Right. No, no, no! So,
2: Not we, men, girls, or yeah, gr- yeah, women, girls. Women. Yeah, and women just it 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 never crosses at the right time. Like maybe the successful relationships we know are people that intersected at like 26, mm-hmm. 27, and they're like both on the same page.
0: Yeah. Because I can tell you, I've yelled at guys at three in the morning for not fucking because they've told me they're tired. And you've had women yell at you because you've said they're tired. Well, that's yeah, the other thing. You you're tired take, because women take
1: it personally.
0: We're right. Like, oh, so like, how, how could you, you not the want other, to? The other thing is that
1: after a night out, take or like it very after a
2: date night, girls feel like hot and sexy and whatever, and, and the guys and are you just can't get it up, or you're just tired, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like there are times you're just like exhausted. Like, whether, even if you're not drinking, you're just exhausted, and then you're like. In the morning guys are like ready to go right like morning wood all that good stuff and then girls in the morning are like Ugh, i feel gross and yeah another case where there's completely mismatched.
0: i like evening night sex
2: yeah it's fun but sometimes you know
0: but you uh, I, both like morning i like
1: morning sex because it's raw and it's real and there's like okay. you know no makeup and you're crazy and it's just it's just real it feels real in the morning Versus at night where it's just a it's production. Fake. Yeah, it's fake. And
0: no sex after eating. Oh,
2: my God. Well, we have a friend who's in this room who saying. What do, you, what
1: do you mean, no sex after eating? Like, you'll... Dinner dinner's dinner's for, for quitters. quitters. You finish.
2: Papas are for papas.
0: Light apps and then sex. Do not take me Don't out. Don't have an Indian buffet, We're not having ZD that. and <laughs> then fucking.
2: You want to go out, get some, like, tacos, get some sushi... Don't go for like spaghetti bolognese because after those meals, no one's doing anything but passing out. That's
0: how I knew this one guy I dated kept ordering pizza and I was like, he's never going to fuck me because we kept eating pizza and (laughs) he didn't. Did you guys ever fuck? No.
2: (laughs) How did I get trapped into this podcast? I don't
0: know. know. You'll love it. I'm like, you want to be in this, honey. You're like, oh,
2: let's talk about relationships. No, no, no. We're talking about.
0: We're talking. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Do you agree? Yes, I
0: agree. But now you guys, both of you, just came back from bachelorette bachelor parties. What was it like? Where did you go, Sheetal? So
1: I went to my cousin's bachelorette party. It was on the Jersey Shore. And actually, surprisingly, when I went to the bachelorette party, it was crazy. Like, you know, we had the debauchery. We drank, did crazy things. I made out with somebody. But I will say... Made me believe in love again. Really? Yeah, it really, really did. You know, my my cousins my cousins marrying a white guy, family was not okay with it initially. Now that everyone's fine, they love him, but they've been together for about five years and. They just decided during the pandemic, you know, that they wanted to get married. And I I thought she was pregnant, but she had so many shots. She's not pregnant. Yeah. She's marrying him because she actually loves him. And it's just, I don't know, they're just best friends and they get each other and there's no bullshit. And I was like, wow, this this is how it's supposed to be. That's
0: so nice to hear. And I've met so many.
1: It made me believe in marriage.
0: Yeah, I've met so many people that are marrying non-Indians and they seem thrilled. And I'm like maybe i gotta go to the synagogue you know and start start i mean with if you're
2: gonna Jews, go I'm, I'm, for why, i think jewish and indian a lot of we
1: have a lot in common it's called hindu hindu yeah. yes there's a term we have it's a few actual.
2: friends That's the only type i either date jewish or indian
1: their culture is very similar to
0: ours and what about your bachelor party
2: uh it was in austin the bars are wide open everyone's making out everyone's hanging out um and I, I wasn't looking to hook up or anything. I was with my friends. I wanted to, you know, have a good night out or a bunch of nights out and just have a, have a good old bro fest. And because, you know, when I'm in New York, I'm dating all the time. It almost feels like a second job. And when you're away for the weekend, you want to check out from work and from dating. That's my view.
1: Yeah. Did, it, did the party make you believe in love again?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, it didn't change my view on anything. It was just another... It was a good... Maybe bro love, just like being with friends. It was just good to, be with, yeah. go with, good to be with friends again.
0: So even though me and Ditz are CEOs of Simp Nation, we kind of feel marriage is obsolete, but you want that tradition. Why? I do. Why?
1: I do. And it's not even about the piece of paper, but I think it's just that companionship and that love you have with this other person. I mean, you're going to be with them till the end. And I just, I don't want to go through life alone. And I just really, really believe in marriage.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. And what happened this weekend? Like,
1: I just, I, I saw my cousin and it was just a genuine love and care that she has with her husband-to-be. And it's, there's just no bullshit. And they are literally each other's best friends. Like, yes. they get each other. And it's not like a fairy tale, you know. Yeah. They're, they're just normal people.
2: I think that's a good point. We're, that are sharing
1: their you're life You're basically together.
2: just... It, like, as everyone, I think, especially with the apps, it's always about, like, the sex, the hooking up. I think people re- need to realize marriage, relationship, and more than relationships, marriage is about the friendship and the connection mm-hmm. of being there for each other. And the sex and everything else is, like, a bonus that comes with it.
0: Absolutely. That's why we, we always say, for us, it's about the connection. Yeah. Right? It's, like, the sex is secondary. Mm-hmm. Not even. It's a bonus. Yeah. But... I also think we feel this way because me and Ditz have been wrecked. Mm-hmm. You know, people have not treated us well.
1: I mean, I think I've been through that too. But I also think if you, if you give up on love or you don't believe that it's out there, or you can find it, you won't find it.
0: Absolutely.
2: Well, the problem is there's also the in-between where you're like, yeah, like I'll, I'll do the love thing. But I'm also down to just be dead inside and just like hang out and see where things go.
0: But then it's weird, like we, the three of us were at a big party. Which is weird because you
1: guys are simps, so how can you, how can you have that sort of...
0: Because our simps have gotten us hurt, our simpness.
2: I I think we've changed at different points. Like I was not, I'm not the same person I was three years ago, let's put it that way.
0: But we were all, the three of us were at a party and we were the only single people there and we wanted to go home.
2: Yeah, it was, (laughs) it was a great party thrown by some great people, but it was like... All couples, and it was like great, yeah. great for couples. And we're, uh, why am I tired? It's a Saturday night great people. Yeah, we were
1: just in their bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> just, just sitting on a bunch of throw pillows. We were sitting thousands on the of bed. throw pillows <laughs> were all surrounding us, and that's where
2: we came up with the idea for
1: this pot. Yeah, yeah. The, the pillows were our the, companions. the The threesome pot, Yeah, yeah. I think
0: I can say confidently, I've grown a lot during the pandemic, and like many of the listeners know, I am looking toward building a relationship with someone that will lead to marriage.
1: I agree. I mean, I I've grown as well, and I definitely want to find that person that I can spend the rest of my life with. Do you think that's anti-feminist? No, mm. not at all. Because I
0: feel like so- I think that's like diving too deep. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I think before COVID, I hadn't really dated anyone in a while. And I I, I gave it a shot. And I will say the people the few relationships I had during COVID, like, they didn't work out, but I think they were meaningful. And it was good to, like, be in a normal, healthy relationship. And then to be in a really messed up relationship, that was very quick. But, again, it's all good experiences that there are some people during the pandemic that haven't dated or hooked up with anyone. And that's that's tough, right?
0: So. But when do you consider the pandemic? Because for me, this year is not the pandemic.
2: I would say March through March. Like, probably that the one-year yeah. period.
0: Yeah. Because I was celibate for three years and, you know, and you went can- into this new year, like, looking to date. And I've come a long way.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's great that you did that. And we all, like, sort of came out of our shells and out of our comfort
1: zones. But are we ready for commitment? You know, like, I asked myself that. I feel like we are all so used to being alone. And it is so hard now that everything's open and you're like okay dating meeting people but can we open up our heart again I don't know like I'm having a hard time with
0: that. this is getting very deep (laughs) it's supposed to but I will say yeah like you know now that I'm opening my heart I will be open and say I'm being open with my heart as well and being vulnerable I've realized I am turning into that person because I've been single like I don't want to put up with anything, and that's kind of also tough because a relationship works with compromise. I hate that word. I know Caroline Stanbury hates that word. Yeah, But like, there's certain things you have to do because like, we know. I mean, you do have to meet
1: someone halfway,
0: right? Like, yeah. it can't
1: just be your way. And that's what I find hard because we've been doing things our own way for so long. You know, yes. we've been on our own.
2: But maybe it's, if you date someone who's also been on their own for a while, maybe
1: it, it works. Maybe. maybe. Or maybe they just want everything their way. Yeah. And they don't want to meet me in the middle. I don't know. That's sort of what I've been coming across. The point
0: is, we are all commitment-phobes.
2: But also, I think, like, we have opened ourselves up at certain points somewhat recently to people. And, and it hasn't worked even out. Even if it doesn't work out, I think, like, <laughs> it's very different. easy to flip the switch back. I did it. At the same time, I am giving another, another chance. And... Then you open yourself up to the next person, and then maybe that doesn't work out. But at least you're trying, and like it's all—it's all about trying in the right direction,
0: right? So we're going to say goodbye for now and talk about commitment phobia and a bunch of other things in part two, guys. Thanks, Sheetal. Thanks, Aditya. See you soon. Thank you. See you in like ten seconds. Bye, everyone.